Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt here, and I'm going to review the adaptation of the source of much childhood trauma, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. So a couple of questions right off the bat, and I don't know that I have the answer to these, but I I will try to get to the heart of the matter. Is this a Halloween classic? Will this movie stick around through the years? Or will it, like a house with a clock in its walls, for example, soon disappear into the dimly lit history of film? And again, I don't know if I have those answers, and clearly only time is going to tell, but I definitely have some thoughts on the matter. The way they made this adaptation work is by developing a storyline of three best friend adolescents who, on a Halloween night, decide to pull pranks and otherwise get up to no good. They end up getting into some sticky situations, and they must work together to survive not only a bully, very Stephen King-esque bully, but also the stranger things, I mean, strange things that are happening around them. The reason I dropped those two titles or author and title is because it's clear that the writers borrowed from some other recent horror successes, namely It and Stranger Things. It really felt like It and Stranger Things were put into a particle accelerator, got jumbled up, you know, accelerated the particles, but then you only kept the adolescently appropriate material and spat back out. What I guess what came out of that ended up being this, this movie. And okay, I don't really know anything about particle accelerators and this analogy is completely pointless, but it does feel heavily influenced by other recent successes. I mean, it is a retro movie that's 60s instead of 80s, but it's a story of adolescents that collude by means of walkie-talkies and they ride around town on bikes confronting bullies and stirring up the supernatural. I mean, come on, that is Stephen King, that is Stranger Things right there. And it does have that feel to it a little bit. And that may bother some people, but I think general audiences, just as they, as they add up those recent horror successes, they're going to eat this up as well, particularly if they were fans of the book as children. So purely as an adaptation, this movie is actually very well crafted. The screenwriters, who include Guillermo del Toro, Oscar-winning Guillermo del Toro, if you'll remember that, and director Andre Ovidal, put together something very enjoyable to behold. I, I do remember these books being a bit controversial. Some parents thought they should be banned from school libraries. The material was definitely on the cusp of what kids could handle. And I think that is also the case with the movie, if I'm being honest. I would not take young kids to this movie unless they're hardened criminals, in which case, do what you want, I guess. Now, that's obviously a generalization, but I just think, in general, that it's more for teenagers. Teenagers and above... Kids are likely to get a little bit traumatized unless they, like I said, aren't affected by this sort of thing. So it is particularly targeted toward teenagers, like the book was. You know, the book was really a middle school aged book. But I do think adults can enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it. And I think especially if they grew up with the book or these these books in particular. I did wonder throughout the movie if there would be enough character development from each of these characters. After all, the original books are simply collections of short stories, and these characters, to my knowledge, don't really exist in this way in the books. And I'm happy to say that, yes, for the most part, particularly the two main characters did grow and develop in the film. The characterization, on the other hand, left something to be desired, meaning that 
some of the characters really felt very vanilla, even if they did develop through the through the movie. But the personality was lacking. They just felt a little two dimensional to me, with the exception of Stella, the protagonist played by Zoe Margaret Coletti. I thought she did a great job and her character was pretty interesting and she was enjoyable to watch, you know, as her character developed and grew in her relationship with her dad and with her friends. Dad played by Dean Norris, by the way, for Breaking Bad fans. It's uh, it was a little bit of a waste to use his talent in this movie, but maybe just needed a paycheck. I don't know. But let me just stop reviewing the movie. Stop. Enough of this nonsense. And suffice it to say that no, it isn't perfect, but holy cannoli. I had a blast watching this movie. I had a great time. I wasn't anxious for it to get over. I wasn't counting the minutes. I didn't want to take a pee break. I cared about the main protagonist in particular. I was interested in the development of the story. I was curious how it would all fit together. I thought they did a good job of pretty much forcing a sequel onto the studio as well. As long as the money flows, I'm sure it's going to happen. Guys, this movie is worth your time. If you liked Stranger Things, you'll likely like this. If you grew up with the traumatic reading of these books, or like me, you were too scared and you didn't actually read it, but its presence was well known in your childhood bedroom in the desk drawer, you'll probably like it too. And if you're going to go choose a movie to go to this weekend, make it this one. I really think you'll have a good time. I mean, I haven't reviewed Dora the Explorer yet. I'll wait for probably tomorrow to do that. So maybe I'm a little premature in that assessment, but in short, this movie is worth seeing. I think you'll enjoy it. I think it's it's worth the price of a ticket for sure. Only time will tell, though. Like I said before, if this will become a Halloween classic that people pull out once a year during October. For me, that is Hocus Pocus. That is a Halloween classic to me, one that that lives through time and I'll never get sick of it once a year. I hope that this is the case for this movie. I hope I hope that it has enough to it to stick around for a bit and not be forgotten, because I do think there are some strengths here. I hope they make the other films that they have planned. I look forward to more, and I'm very happy to be saying that, because I didn't expect this movie to be good at all. I thought, oh, great, another adaptation of nostalgia. I'm highly suspicious these days of nostalgia being used to to sell tickets. And those books are certainly ones that many kids from the 80s and 90s remember vividly especially that artwork. But I do think the film the filmmakers did right by the material and probably even improved upon it by building a world wherein these stories can exist. Go see scary stories to tell in the dark. I give this movie a B+. Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's cinematic with two T's to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.